Yo, what is going on? My name is Jamie Pham, and this is episode 21 of Onward and Upward. Today, I want to talk about what I've been doing the last few months. I've been MIA a little bit, so let's see what I've been up to. Let's get into it. Hello everyone, welcome back to season 2 of Onward and Upward. I am so excited to get this thing going again. I've truly missed recording and releasing episodes. You know that saying, you don't know what you've missed until it's gone? Yeah, I've totally felt that way while I was on my little hiatus. So what's new? We just released a brand new show called The Intersection of Cancer and Life. It is hosted by Emily Garnett, a mother, wife, and elder law attorney in New York. She was diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer in November 2017, the same week as her fifth wedding anniversary and her son's second birthday. The show is a conversational look at the lives cancer survivors rebuild for themselves after a cancer diagnosis. Emily and her guests discuss the changes, challenges, and unexpected shifts that have occurred while living with cancer. The first two episodes are out now, so you can listen to it by searching for The Intersection of Cancer and Life in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, etc. We've all worked pretty hard the last few months to get this thing going, and we are ecstatic to finally get it out into the world. Second, I've been traveling fairly a lot with Audio Karate. We did a few shows in San Diego and Los Angeles in August for their vinyl release show, and we just came back two weeks ago from our second run with Descendants where we played in Spokane, Seattle, and Portland. The guitarist Jason and I drove from LA to Spokane with the van to start the tour and then Portland to LA a few days later to end it. All in all, those two drives were 30 plus hours of our lives that we cannot get back. But we did have some good conversations though and discovered Dutch Bros Coffee, something I wish we had here in Southern California. That trip also solidified my love for Oregon, and I am going to move up there by the end of next year, mark my words. Aside from that, we're heading back out to Gainesville in a few days to play the fest, and then to the Southwest, uh, Albuquerque, Phoenix, and Vegas at the end of November. So a few shows here and there, which is great because it gives me a chance to get away and clear my mind for a little bit, and then come home refreshed, energized to get back to work. But when you think about it, it's still technically a work trip because I am doing multiple jobs. I organized a whole trip by talking to promoters beforehand, make sure we get to the venue on time, help them load in, set up and sell their merch throughout the show, make sure they get paid, break down and pack up at the end of the night, and do it again for the next show. Essentially, we're working almost all day if if you factor in drive times from city to city with very little downtime in between. But we're having fun with the shows and that's all that matters. While I was up north, I was sitting in a coffee shop and I asked myself, do I miss touring full time? And the answer is yes and no. I love going to new cities and new places, but I didn't like being away from home for weeks and sometimes months at a time. I worked so hard to get myself to a point where I was able to do it full time and make a living off of it. But it took a toll on my body and my mind after a few years. So that's why I like heading out for a few days now. Some of you 
may not know how I got started in touring, so I am going to read a quick ex- excerpt from my book, I Could Be the President, because now that I'm older, the lessons I learned 10 plus years ago still rings true, and that's work hard and do it for free. It's something I learned from Adam Carolla years earlier. He's a guy who had no future after high school other than cleaning carpets and digging ditches. One day he was driving and listening to the Kevin and Bean show out here out here in Southern California when he heard they were looking for boxing trainers. He was a part-time boxing trainer at the time, so he immediately called in saying he wanted to help. They never called him back, so he drove to the radio station early one morning before work, and that's where he met and trained Jimmy Kimmel. He never asked to get paid but wanted to get on the radio somehow, and Kimmel saw that fire in his eyes and helped them do just that. From there, it was all uphill for them because he later got radio gigs, TV shows, and now hosts one of the most popular podcasts of all time, The Adam Carolla Show. He found a way into the industry and did what he could to stay without asking for anything in return. And through Sony Music and AbsolutePunk.net, I met I met a ton of people and bands. One of those people was Nathan Leone, who was a singer from the band Medina Lake. I interviewed his band back in 2008 and had kept in contact for a while. At that time, I really wanted to tour because that was my dream. Warp Tour 2009 was coming up, so I emailed him because I saw that his band was going to be on the whole thing. Nathan replied and said their crew was already full, but I could come along for a few days and blog and vlog the trip. He said they couldn't pay me, but they would give me my own bunk on their bus, so I obviously said yes. I was supposed to be blogging and whatnot, but decided to help out with other stuff as the days went on. They were playing on the Ernie Ball stage, which meant they had to store their gear in their own trailer instead of semi-trucks like those performing on the bigger stages do. This meant pushing everything, including their marquee lights and equipment, through the heat, sometimes rain, mud, gravel. Uh, We all went uphill on some days and through the crowds um, pretty much every day throughout the 10-week tour. They had a tech and a tour manager helping them do this, but it obviously was enough people, so I decided to help them without anyone anyone asking. I had no idea what I was doing, but did what I could and learned as much as I could, like setting up, setting up guitars, their amps, etc. I did this for about a week when Nathan pulled me aside saying how surprised they were at me for helping them and that they wanted me to stay on the whole tour. He said they couldn't pay me a salary, but they could pay me per diem which came out to about 10 bucks a day so now i went from making nothing to a whopping 70 70 dollars a week but i didn't care because i was on warp tour and i was traveling across america before that i had only been to vegas and to texas when i was a kid for a wedding after warp tour ended they asked me to go back on tour with them but i couldn't because i was still going to school so i told them i would be available again the following spring They contacted me in a few months and asked me to come document uh, their European tour, which, of course, I said yes. And Matthew, the bassist, called me a week before we left, I think, and said their guitar tech had bailed on them and they needed me to fill in for them doing doing stage stage checking, pretty much. And I I told him, I am not a musician. I never never tuned a guitar once in my life, but he said, don't worry about it. Uh, You know, just learn along the way. And I didn't complain because they were giving me the opportunity to visit a different continent and travel pretty much the world. And I could learn from this experience. And just from this one experience alone, 
I, I've been with the band going on 10 years now, and it has opened a lot of doors in my life. And I've met some lifelong friends, and I had no musical background other than playing in a concert band in elementary school and middle school. And uh, I was a percussionist, so I played drums, the bass drum, the timpani, the cymbals. Uh, we switched a lot. So, Other than that, I had absolutely no contacts at all in the music industry when I started out. My pops wasn't a big week at a record label. My uncle wasn't Barry Gordy. No book, website, or blog could have taught me to do any of these things. I just had to do it for myself and learn as I went on. I knew I wanted to work in the music industry and did what I could to do just that. I didn't make a lot of money, and I still don't make a lot of money, but I wouldn't trade any of those moments for anything in the world. Well, I think we broke the record for the longest episode of Onward and Upward, I'm pretty sure. But before we ended, I have a gift for you. Click the link in the show notes, and you can get two free audiobooks from Audible. It is a free 30-day trial, and you can keep the books even if you cancel after 30 days. One of the books I am listening to right now is The Dichotomy of Leadership by Jocko Willink. If you are a regular listener of The Tim Ferriss Show, you probably have heard of him before. Jocko is a retired Navy SEALs commander where he received a Silver Star and Bronze Star for his service in the Iraqi War. The Dichotomy of Leadership is his follow-up to his previous bestsellers, Extreme Ownership and Discipline Equals Freedom. These are great books if you want to learn about what it takes to lead a platoon in war and how it translates to the business and real world. They are highly recommended. And on a side note, I've been thinking about starting a book club for a while now and maybe even putting out an episode a month dedicated to a book and we can talk about it and discuss it. Maybe I'll interview someone. So let me know if you guys want to join and we can get this thing going. And thank you so much for listening. I have great episodes planned out for this season. So please hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. And always remember that tomorrow is a new day. Onward and upward. Upward.